0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation, CP the franchise here. Day one in Las Vegas in the books and the Knicks lose. 88 to 77 to the Blazers, man. I'm sorry, people, I might be bad. Look, every time I travel to go see this team, every time I go watch this team in person, we lose. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought we were going to continue on a hot streak. I wanted—I told you guys I want the Summer League Championship. Knicks starting off this season in Summer League 2-0. And, hey, they started off this game very well, man. Jumped out to an 11-0 lead. Uh, Grimes, McBride, Farron Hunt all coming at the gates. Hot Knicks defense picking up where I left off against the Chicago Bulls. You know, smothering the Blazers. Blazers could not shoot their way out of a wet paper bag. But they would ultimately climb back into this game and take a one-point lead in the half. And things came close in in the uh, third quarter. Blazers edging up with a two-point lead in the third. And then the fourth, things kind of just fell apart for the Knicks. I thought they just had tired legs coming off of a back-to-back. As the game progressed, the Blazers really just caught their mojo. You could see that their confidence was really there. They started knocking down their shots. They were chippy. They were talking out there, really talking a lot of trash. And ultimately, you know, it took this game. I thought the Blazers' size uh, really, really impacted the Knicks, in particular in the fourth quarter between uh, Trendon Watford, Jabari Walker, Keon Johnson. Their length and athleticism really bothered the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks' pick-and-roll defense was not sharp, especially in the fourth quarter. Uh, Blazers control the glass this game, 49 to 30, limiting the Knicks to you know one shot on offense and defensively, you know they they just did not have any answers. And so, uh, give credit to the Blazers; they they played well. It's summer league. It is what it is. I just felt like the Knicks kind of sputtered to the finish line and just ran out of gas. You know, second night of a back-to-back, it happens. Here was coach Dice Yashimoto on what happened in tonight's loss.
2: Uh, It's part of it. Um, uh, We gotta get better. You know, it was another challenge for us. And uh, it was obviously back to back. Um, And uh, I like the shots that we got. Um, uh, We didn't make a lot of them. Um, uh, We made 10 of them, 11. I like those threes that we took. and as long as we hit the paint and kick out for threes, I'm okay with that. So, um, and uh, he was, you know. To turn off the pressure, and we have to use the pressure against. Uh, you can't go against. Uh, you got to use their pressure against. Got to take a look at the film. Um, uh, trying to get better. Well, you guys got out
1: rebounded forty-nine to thirty. Do you think that you had a problem with some of their size with Watford? and Woodenster?
3: Well, that too.
2: A lot of it came from like us not being able to keep the ball in the front, and not, which what he did was. Uh, Our big had to go and help, and then they attacked the uh, offensive offensive glass from the weak side. So we gotta do a better job as a team, keep the ball out of the paint, and uh, uh, when the big goes to help, weak side gotta sink, and uh, we gotta do a better job. Overall, I mean, I, obviously, we've got to be physical, turn and check, and a lot of long rebounds. They were, they were going after it pretty hard, and uh, so we got to do a better, better job overall, but uh, I mean, you know, I like our effort.
1: Quentin Grimes seems to be very aggressive in attacking the basket this year. Has that been a point of emphasis amongst the coaching staff, or do you think that's just more him being more comfortable in the second year?
2: Uh, not just uh, one area. I want him to continue to get better at all areas, uh, not just the pick and roll stuff. But he's being aggressive, we're trying to, uh, you know, you tell him to be aggressive, stay aggressive. If you open, you shoot it. If not, keep the ball moving and
1: he's, he's, he's done a good job so far. And that was Knicks coach Dice Yasimoto. And again, he spoke about uh, the Blazers uh, really turning up the pressure and the Knicks unable to, to kind of use that pressure and aggressiveness against them. Knicks really just settling for a lot of one shots, in, especially in the fourth quarter, didn't really get enough ball movement to, to keep that aggressive. Blazers defense uh, working and finding open shots within the rhythm. I thought the point guard play was a little bit uh, choppy there, you know, McBride didn't really give us too much from a facilitation standpoint, Um, still needs to work on his aggressiveness and attacking the basket. And so, you know, between McBride McBride and Grimes really didn't have uh, much ball movement to, to speak of, especially late. In the game now coach also spoke about Quentin Grimes and wanted to see Grimes work on all aspects of his game Uh, Not just being working out of the pick and roll uh, But just continue to be aggressive play make and and take that shot when the shot is there Grimes once again leading all scorers with 24 points and uh, Continues to, to light it up in the summer league man. Here was my interview with Quentin Grimes and his thoughts on, on the game and as well as what he's working on this offseason. You know, your defense and your shot making has certainly been on this plate, but you've been attacking the basket a lot more. Um, is that something that you really put emphasis on in your second year? Yeah, definitely just kind of just not being a uh, three-point shooter, because when they close out of
4: you, open up the driving lane, driving gaps, and that I, I just want to come out here and just kind of to work on my whole uh,
1: uh, off- offensive game, driving it, passing it, just doing a whole lot of everything, really. Being in your second year in your second summer league, how do you feel like you, you want to impact this locker room with some of the newer guys? Yeah, to kind of just bring, bring them on to be kind of a, not a leader, by kind of my first year.
4: I feel like I can definitely be a little more of a vocal in like, I'm not afraid to talk and just, talk to the guys and tell them what it's going to be like and stuff like that. So I feel like just helping them out, telling Trevor what it's going to be like on the back-to-back the first time playing the back-to-back, really kind of in an NBA game. I feel like helping them out every time I can, I'm going to do that.
1: Working with Coach uh, Coach Perk and Penny Hardaway this off season. What, what's been your, your off season developmental goals? Uh, offseason really just kind of just get a lot more comfortable with the ball. I feel like
4: uh, hopefully this year that will kind of be like the big stepping stone for me, taking my game to the next level, getting more comfortable be more of a playmaker, uh, more of an attacker offensively, just making plays. And then defensively to kind of just sit down on whoever the coach needs to be on. It's coming probably have an impact on both ends of the court. Well, what do you think was your biggest adjustment from rookie year to, to now in the NBA? Um, I think it was just like just not knowing. It's coming in, I didn't know what to expect. You got to go through things to learn from it. And I feel like last year, I kind of got into a routine towards like sort of late, later part of the season. So I feel like coming into next year, I know exactly what to do. Take care of my body, uh, when they come in to get extra shots up, when to take rest. I feel like just not knowing
1: and now I know exactly what to do coming into my, my second year. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Yep. All right, that was Quentin Grimes. And Grimes talked about wanting to do more with the ball than than just be a shooter. So just being more aggressive. Uh, What do they do when, when they close out, close them out on the three point line? We talked about this on the show. As he talked about in the interview, attacking the driving lanes, making a play for his teammates and we're starting to see that in the summer league games. You know, 6 uh, uh free throw attempts in the game against the, t- the Chicago Bulls, 7 attempts tonight against the Portland Trail Blazers. So Grimes has really been making an effort to uh, to to attack the basket and I think that's very important. He only averaged one free throw attempt uh, last year as a rookie, uh something that he didn't do much coming out of University of Houston. So that is going to be the evolution of Quentin Grimes's game. And I think the Knicks offense will only stand to benefit from that as he continues to grow.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data,
5: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Now, I also got to speak to Farron Hunt, who, as we know, uh, is with the Knicks on a two-way contract. And Hunt had a fairly solid game across the stat sheet. 12 points, four rebounds, four assists, two for four from downtown. Here was uh, my interview with Farron Hunt and what he wants to work on this season. What do you think went wrong tonight in the fourth quarter uh i don't know i
4: don't know if it was back to back or you know we just missed shots but you know we got to be able to play the way we got to play the whole time 40 minutes before we played the first quarter i think we came out with great energy the first quarter you know we showed what we could do we just got to do that for 40 minutes
1: yeah i, I saw coach Tibbs kind of coaching you up there in that fourth quarter what did, what did he say to you uh, he was just emphasizing you know come on get the team going you know be, get
4: some energy come on we still got a chance so, uh, you know, that's kind of what they look for in for, energy,
1: you know, just getting the team ready and, you know, being able to play. That was mainly what he was saying. Yeah, your defense and your shot making has certainly been noticeable in the summer league. What, what do you think is the most underrated aspect of your game? Uh, just my shot making and stuff like that, being able to make cities. Uh but
4: I've been working every day with Ike and Earn. And yeah, everybody at the coach's last is
1: just unbelievable. You know, they really put the time and effort me all summer. Uh, we've been working extremely hard, and uh, uh, it's just a real blessing. What do you think about the support from the Knicks fans in attendance today? Uh, that's actually crazy. You know, I know that we have, we have the best fans for sure. Yeah, it's not even close. So. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Man. Appreciate it. Certainly a lot to like about Farron Hunt, man. Just so watching him on TV, watching him in person, the athleticism, the wingspan, the range, the jumper has been nice. He's been attacking the rim. Like Farron Hunt a lot, man. And on the Knicks two-way contract, not sure how much opportunities he'll get with the main roster, but at the very least, he'll be in Westchester with the G League team, continuing to work on his game and continuing to work with his coaching staff, who uh, he, he spoke quite highly of, as well as his teammates. And, and he spoke about his chemistry with, with Jericho Sims and, and some of the guys in the locker room. So uh, certainly a, a good sign as the Knicks continue to look for players to develop. Now the sideshow to this game, Richard Jefferson as a referee officiating his first NBA game or summer league game, Richard Jefferson, coming into this game in the second quarter. And and we had to have figured at that point, once Richard Jefferson jumped into the game, it was all downhill for the Knicks. It just seemed like as soon as he came in, all the attention went over to him and then the Knicks kind of just lost their their mojo. But I mean, in all seriousness, I I thought he did a, a fairly decent job out there for his first time. And and uh, the crowd w- was certainly getting behind him, trying to make sure that he was on top of every call and sarcastically cheering him on when he got the call right. Uh, he was Richard Jefferson on what it meant to officiate a Knicks game. Did
5: you started ref a Knicks game, or was it? G- yeah, yeah. G- I got to pick what game I was going to referee. I really, I don't know. All king <laughs> aside, uh, no, 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 I did. And I have no issue with the Knicks fans. I understand when they see my face. What up? What up? When, I, when they see my face, I understand they could get frustrated for all the years of, of pain that tormented them through I like it. part of the rivalry, and it's like Ohio State, Michigan, UCLA, USC, Duke, North Carolina. The Knicks are the team in the town. We're the Nets, so there's always going to be the rivalry. There's always going to be that energy, and I have no problem leaning into it, playing into it, nothing but a ton of, of respect for everybody in the game organization.
4: Was that uh, was a little ribbing back and forth with the Grange, Brain look
5: yeah, you know, just a little bit. Uh, Tom, you know, Tibbs was over there cracking jokes, telling me to blow my whistle, telling you know, just having some fun. And again, just like I said, it, it was an amazing experience. Uh, I, the, the, what I learned in these five, six days of going to class and getting to know them really it's about their mindset. Like I said, I might have had the call right, but I'm not, just, I'm not demonstrative with it. I wasn't confident with it. And just to see how Monty and this entire crew, like they, they teach these guys and, and the men and women that are being referees. How to be intense? How to be locked in in the moment? All the little things, eyesight. There's so many intricacies that you guys couldn't even believe. Like if you. If you...
1: All right, so that was Richard Jefferson on his uh, officiating experience. I mean, look, we all know that there's a playful love and hate relationship between Knicks fans and Richard Jefferson, but I give him a lot of credit for taking it seriously, and and you know he, he's really embracing the behind the scenes of covering basketball, or, or you know embracing the the tentacles outside of being a player. He, he's rising up in the media ranks both as an independent creator as well as a analyst on espn and you know jumping into officiating things of that nature and as he said he's taking it very seriously and uh i did witness you know the knicks brain trust it it was it was dolan perry leon rose a couple seats down was me. You know, a lot of people say I'm in the CAA mafia, you know, I'll, I'll keep that to myself. But yeah, I was right there. I was sitting courtside uh, uh, next to those guys or, or a little couple of seats down from those guys, if you will. And they had a lot of banter going back and forth with Richard Jefferson. So everybody enjoyed it. And I thought it did add a little entertainment to, to the summer league game. So uh, great job by him. Outside of that, man, my first experience covering Summer League as a member of the media—something uh, I'll never forget, man. I met a ton of people, ton of people. First person I ran into when I got into it, uh, uh, the arena was uh, Josiah Johnson, who, who's obviously killing it on, on social media. First Nick I ran into, Rick Brunson. Ran into Rick Brunson in a random hallway, man. Just you know, dap him up, say congratulations on everything. Uh, you know, Rick Brunson coming back to the Knicks, and of course Jalen. Brunson signing with the Knicks as well I mean I ran into everybody man Eddie Johnson Sam Presti Mark Jackson Chauncey Billups Melo was there with his son I mean you name it they are there chris haynes yahoo sports uh you know i, I was able to go behind the scenes with my guys at sirius xm nba radio as they were interviewing mark jackson mark cuban came along had a chance to chop it up with mark cuban for a little bit uh had a great great conversation with jaron jackson senior father of jaron jackson jr who plays for the memphis grizzlies jaron jackson senior as you guys know working with the knicks developmental staff working hands on with the G League I mean we must have chopped it up for a good 40 minutes he pointed me out because little did I know that Jared Jackson senior is a big fan of Knicks fan TV he hits that thumbs up button for you boys uh was very very encouraging had a lot of positive things to say about Knicks fan TV and what we're doing for the fan base in covering this team the depths at which we go to cover the team the consistency in which we cover this team uh he was very very complimentary of what we do man And, and he and I had a great, great conversation. Uh, As I said, man, Summer League, it's it's the place to be because you literally run into everybody in the NBA. Everybody comes through and and ascends onto Las Vegas over the weekend and and throughout the week. And it's just a great experience. So uh, for me to be able to to have this experience and and cover it as a member of the media, uh, something I won't forget and something that I'll, I'll be doing all this week. So continue to keep it locked on Fan TV, on our social media channels, Instagram.com slash TV, Twitter.com slash tv. Check me out on the CP The franchise channels, both on Instagram and Twitter as well. And yeah, man, we're gonna continue to keep rocking and keep bringing you that fire content. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys, subscribe to the channel, and I will catch up with you guys Thursday as the Knicks take on the Orlando Magic. We're gonna go with a regular, regular post game show. Only reason I didn't do it for uh, this Knicks versus Blazers game because the game ended very late on the East Coast. And then I didn't, the the reception in the arena is not good for live streaming. So I had to record everything, got some great footage. As I said, you can continue to see that uh, along my social media channels as the week progresses. So uh, I'm out of here on that note. Peace.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?